Hi, I'm Rocky DeStefano, and we are coming upon a milestone in our show, A Server's Journey. We're coming upon our year anniversary, and we are very excited to be prepping a best-of show um, that kind of looks back at our last year, and that show will be coming out the first Wednesday in May. This is the Server's Radio Network. It's another week in time for A Server's Journey with Rocky DeStefano. Thanks, Larry. I hope you're doing good today, and I want to invite everybody to come walk with us on this journey of leadership. You know, the premise of the show is that everybody's leading something or someone, whether you're a parent leading a family, a coach leading a team, team member leading a few, or a CEO leading an organization, we're all on that path, that path of being a leader. And thus, the name of the program is a server's journey. And you know, we are we're big believers here in that um, work is uh, something we're going to do a whole lot of. Uh, we're going to spend probably one third of our time doing that. And we believe in purpose. And we believe that when you work with from a position of thinking about what is your purpose, everybody uh, wins. And so that's why we talk about being a servant leader and treating your team with um, respect. Well, you know, we've been getting a lot of res- uh, a lot of respect, a lot of comments on, <laughs> get no on the internet yeah. and on the Facebook page, and yeah. all, you know, we appreciate you giving us those comments. Yes, absolutely, and please, uh, we're always open for reviews. So. Yeah. Hey, uh, Larry, I hope that everybody was here with us last week as we met a great couple named Blaine and Honey. Mm-hmm. They're a husband and wife team that do a podcast called Couple Co, and we were fortunate uh, enough to have them in the studio. Um, and they stopped by the underground studio bunker on a Sunday afternoon, and we had a great chat, and we got a chance to hear their story of how husbands and wives can work together and how they can serve each other on their journey. And you know what we missed? We missed getting a picture of us in their mobile home. I know. Yeah. Well, their RV. Well, yeah. Yeah. That, that's their office as they travel across the country. That's great. They'll tell us more in a few minutes. You know, I I know if you have a podcast or a, have a website that you want something to help help you with it, I would recommend you call ACS not, Creative. Well, not something. We're not in the robot yet. You want somebody to help you. Is that what I said? Yeah, you said something. and I, I mean, oh. robots are getting to be you know more <laughs> right. in the picture, but Eddie and his staff at ACS Creative are still humans. You know, I read the story about... Um, Erin Michon, yeah, having her babies five years ago, and she said she woke up and the doctor was a robot. Yeah, they had that little screen that kind of came around. Yeah, wow. Yeah, but not so at ACS Creative. You actually get to talk to a person and people, and don't they call Eddie a robot? Yeah, well, is he robotic? uh, I don't know. I think Eddie's pretty animated, but. The, the great thing about ACS is that, you know, if you're looking for help with your podcast and you want a professional uh, website to send people to, they can take care of it. And they really can do everything from brochures to logos, direct mails, ad campaigns, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They don't play games with your money and you can contact, contact them at ACS Creative. It's easy for you to say. It's ACS Creative. So let's join that conversation again with Blaine and Honey. So um, I got to ask you. You've interviewed fifty nine different 
couples? Uh, no, it'd be twenty. I think twenty-five. Twenty. Couples. Okay, because you have and some two part. We do yeah. two part well. interviews, and then we have a couple of experts that we've interviewed as oh, well. Oh, wonderful! For yeah. so, tell me what you've learned. What like do you have any um, you know two or three things that you sh- think everybody should know going into this? Well, we've been working on this. We're we're honing all our material because we need to start offering you know products and yes. things yes. things that are going to help people do more with what we're talking about in this I, I podcast. think you've got almost a study guide. Like you really almost need to have a, a course on if you're thinking about getting into business with your spouse, take yeah. this first. Almost like premarital counseling. Yeah. <laughs> the, you, know. Uh, you know, we did interview a couple from Abode, the Abode Luxury Rentals in Park City, and they literally, before they went into business together, went to couples counseling oh, yeah. specifically oh, to figure out how yeah. they should best work together. Yeah. And yeah. we thought you are smarter than we are. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I did that for three months. I didn't know I was doing it and it came through fire cause you know, we kept arguing, but then, yeah. you know, so I think they were much smarter. So, so tell us what you've learned. So, so we wrote, we did come up with a few things that would be very helpful. Well, that, we have a working title for our first product. If it actually becomes a product and it's couple co three ways to better serve your business and your marriage. I like that. I like that. And number one, this is a, an interesting interview. I, I actually recommend it if people are, are interested in couples who have conflicts communicating or challenges communicating. Um, it's don't be vague about tasks and goals. Uh, you've got to be explicit about each task and each goal. And this is really well il- illustrated by our Slowburn Marketing's oldest client is Dr. Sam's Eye Care in rural New Hampshire. Great guy, great woman. I've known Mary for, I think, about 30 years. And Sam was her high school sweetheart. But she had a couple of husbands before <laughs> Sam. And she eventually they met again, again in, they in middle age. Yeah. Yes. They found each other and got back together and are now running this business. And it was interesting because she's kind of an A-type and he's very much a B-type. And she would come to him and say, you know, I think it would be a great idea if we did this. And he would say something like, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. And for him, that meant I'm going to think about it probably for a couple of months. Right. For her, it was a green light to go make it happen. Yes. So she would run out and start making it happen. Without telling him, I'm doing this. And then he'd say, well, wait a minute. What's going on? And he'd freak out that she did it. Yeah. And then they they would have to pull the plug and step back and figure out if they were really going to do it. And I came up with, for us, I created a status sheet. So we listed everything that we had to do. And it would say status of where is it at now, next steps, what are we going to do? And then after each status meeting, I made air quotes with one hand, uh, <laughs> I, I would give we him his short yes. list of what he needed to do, you know, specific, right. and that's how we, we kept it very, very clear. Yeah, which, and, is, I mean, it's so important because, you know, I tend to be like Mary, if I say it, and you even kind of give me a glimmer of yes, I'm I'm done. Like I'm I'm buying that house, you know. <laughs> and, and then she'll, I'll come back and she'll want to kill me. And I, and I'll be like, well, no, we talked about this. We were talking about it. Yes, yeah. we, yes. 
So I think it's very important. So it, yeah, really, the, the lesson there is is do not assume that just because <laughs> yes. you know what you're doing, the other yes. person knows what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, you really have to be very explicit about what is going to happen. Okay, this is a great idea. Here is what I am going to do, and here is what the outcome is going to be. Okay. And be very clear that, yes, we agree. Right. This this is what we're doing. It's important to hear the words. Exactly. Yes, I'm in agreement. You yes. Know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it, I don't know if the expression raging B-type makes any sense, but, <laughs> uh, you know, that is very much Sam, and he really wants to consider things right. and make sure that it is all yeah. copacetic and he's comfortable with it. And yeah. you got to be explicit yes. with a guy like that. Yeah. And, you know, it, it makes the marriage much easier if you start talking about this stuff. Yeah, when it goes to personality types, we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's so funny that the things we do in our business where I've run every single person in my leadership team through personality types so I can understand, okay, she's a processor, so I'm, I've already decided I know what I'm going to do because I've thought about it for days and days and mm -hmm. days. And I present it, and I want 100% immediate yes, and she has to ask those questions. She's not trying to be annoying. She has to ask those questions. That's how she processes. But then we don't do it with our spouse or our kids, yes. which is amazing. So I've been trying to go back and apply some of what I'm doing in the store to my family. It's so really we helpful. Actually, yeah, we actually can run well. I know. know what I was thinking. Why didn't yeah. you? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, I just we assume that just because we've been together and we communicate so well that we communicate really well. Yeah, yes. which we don't. No, not at all. <laughs> all right. So, what else have you guys learned? Well, um, the second thing is probably don't forget to manage and delegate. You know, just because you don't have formal management and delegation in your marriage doesn't mean you can get away with that in your business. Right. You got to have it in your business. You've got to right. understand how to mesh and adapt your respective working styles. Um, I think the most vivid example of this is, it's one of our mo our current interviews. Uh, it's Sean, Chef Sean and Elizabeth Foster of a restaurant in Kanab, Utah called Sago. Kanab! Kanab, Kanab. Honey like loves saying it. it's much fun to say as it is to eat. Kanab um, is, everybody goes, what's Kanab? Kanab is actually known as Little Hollywood. Oh, wow. So many Westerns were shot in Kanab that it got that name. It's wow. right outside of Zion. Yeah, it's oh, near yeah. Zion Beautiful. and the Grand Canyon. Yeah. It's, Beautiful. It's gorgeous yeah. there. Uh, and But still, you wouldn't expect to find this great restaurant. Chef Sean has become a celebrity chef. And we're going to do it with a small C celebrity. Right. I mean, he's not a big TV chef because he's been courted by people like the Food Network. And, and he, he is... He is that good. Oh, we yeah. we went and ate in his restaurant. And he didn't know we were there, and we were just blown away. That was that yeah. was one of our top ten meals ever. Oh wow! Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we have we, to go to Kanab. 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 K N A B. K N A. Yeah. K A N A B. It's an excuse to go to Utah. See. Yes. Yeah, you got to go. The red the red rocks are gorgeous. Utah's there. gorgeous. On our way to Disney World. Yes. Disneyland. Disneyland. Yes. On your way to Disneyland, pass through uh, Kanab, Moab, anything with red rocks. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, this is a couple who met when they were in sixth grade. They got married at 17. They had four children. They've been working together constantly. Not, not all the time. They didn't always have a business together, but she was always supportive of whatever business he was in. And they did work together a lot. 
And they ended up working together in a capacity that was so challenging, especially when he started getting this level of celebrity, that they got divorced. Mm. They decided that they, since they no longer liked each other... She thought, she said, she thought that they didn't like each other. She realized later that was wrong. Right. Yeah, they, they didn't like each other at work. Right. Because they hadn't figured out how to work together. And so they get divorced, and now they're miserable. Both of them. <laughs> and he ends up hiring her at this high-end luxury resort. where it, And he set it up, so she went through the interview process. He didn't just bring her on. She passed all of the interviews without anybody knowing that she was his ex-wife. ex-wife. And they started working together again. And eventually they get married again and have baby number five. Jeez. Yes. And talking to them. It's a very American love story, by the way. Totally. And they they really learned to understand their roles and who was doing what and how to celebrate what the other person was accomplishing for the business because it was equally as important. No, this is a Hallmark movie. Yes. Um, Yeah. It could very well be a Hallmark movie. It's that kind of a story. So I will be really sappy and say that I've pretty much fallen in love with every one of our couples, and they could each be... Yeah, their own story. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. wonderful. Um, You know, management and delegation, Shane Pavitt and Suzanne Pfeiffer Pavitt are also a great example of that. Uh, You know, episodes 52 and 53, Date Night in Napa, in case you're interested. And what's that podcast called? Yes, The the podcast is called Couple Co., Working with Your Spouse for Fun and Profit. I'm Blaine Parker. And I'm Honey Parker. (laughs) And this is the Date Night Wine. wine. Yes, yes. great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they just released uh, a bourbon. A bourbon. Oh, wow. We went to Kentucky. They invited uh, us, bless them, they yeah. invited us <laughs> to Kentucky for the release of their bourbon. Wow. Which was also wonderful and special. Yeah. And yeah, they've got quite a following because they're great yeah. people. But uh, they, they delegate really well. She is out there. She is taking the lead. She is, you know, she is charging forward and he is just there making sure it's possible. And doing what needs to be done. Right. Yeah. Which a is very, a lot. It's yeah. a very clear division yeah. of labor. Yeah. What's that third point? That third okay. point. Yeah, I notice we're up against 34 minutes here. Sorry. Well, that's okay. This is great content. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, don't be unrealistic. Don't be unrealistic about what you're each willing to do. This, I think, is a really interesting one because it goes two different ways. Know and understand each other's strengths and don't try to change each other. Uh, I think a great example is, uh, it's in episodes 43 and 44, Love and IT, Eldon and Amy Quesenberry of Layer 8 Consulting in Westminster, Maryland. 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 I almost said Westminster, Utah. I don't know why. <laughs> you want everybody to be from Who Utah? doesn't want to be in Utah? Yeah. And they have an IT consulting firm. And she stepped into the business just to help out and things snow, but she was reluctant to be involved at all. And it snowballed and got to the point where he said, I think I'm ready to sell the business. And she said, no, you're not. Yeah, she loves it. <laughs> She's having a great time. But there was a point where they needed someone in sales, and he tried to get her to do it. Right. And she was adamant she did not want to do it. And he kept thinking he could bring her around and kind of push her into it. And she was hating it to the point where she really wanted to stop working. Yeah. I've actually done that with my wife where I've said, hey, we need a marketing person. You're it, and she's been. You've got an hour yeah. today, yes. <laughs> and she has been so good. And what's been, and because she's a strong woman, she's been able to push back and say, "I am not 
I am not going to be able to do that. Good for her. Yeah, I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to, you know, uh, be successful at it. You're going to end up getting angry because it's not working. You know, yeah. it's not my strength. And um, but I've tried, e- even though she's been very strong, to yeah. keep yeah. shoehorning her into that role. You know. So. Well, another couple that was really interesting with that. Um, this was, is the other side of it. I mean, that was like he's trying to push her into a job she doesn't want to do. This is a completely different scenario. Chris and Jen Hudak. I like saying Hudak as well. I know, right? This is an interesting couple. He took her name. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Yeah. Jen Hudak is a medal-winning half-pipe skier. Uh, well, if you had the name Hudak, you kind of have to take it. You kind of need it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's better. It's better than... They do, that's an action name. Yeah. They do Escapod travel trailers. They build... They are manufacturing in the U.S. They're building travel trailers. Not just in the U.S., in Utah. In Utah, and uh, started in mom's garage, kind of thing. You know? Yeah, they it was they had built a trailer for themselves, or he had started building it, and and other people loved it and wanted one. Right, birth of a business. Yep, it, it became a, a, a object of envy in the mountain biking community. They're very sexy. Yeah, they're they're, they're really they're tiny. They're teardrop trailers. They're really small. Yes, Blaine's already told me we could get one. We can, you know, if fully loaded, thirty thousand dollars. I'm in. Yeah. So yeah, now I have to go to the website. Oh yeah, exactly it's, what they are. It's, so. it's es- stunning. Escapod dot what? I don't even remember what their suffix is. But so oh, I'm sorry. But so, I'll search it by Escapod. Yes, yeah. there's only one. So they needed they except no imitations. <laughs> they had travel trailers that they were going to rent, not just sell, and they needed somebody to manage. Yeah, they're going to have a rental rentals. fleet. And she said, "Well, I could do that." And he said, you don't want to do that. I know you. I know you don't want to do it. You will be miserable. Right. Thank you, but no. Yeah. She, had, she had been, she she blew out her knees. She had to give up her professional oh, career. Wow. Yeah. She'd gotten a degree in psychology. And she had been helping him in the business. And they had done some great stuff together. And, you know, had pulled all-nighters to deliver trailers and things like this. Yeah, they built it together. And she was like, yeah, I can work in the business. I can be the rental manager. And she said, you don't. He said, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome that he kind of knew. It is really awesome. And she, I guess, said, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Oh, okay. So she did. Oh, yes. She's still part of the company, but she also has her own business. She's She's a life coach. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I've actually just within the last year um, started using a life coach, and I was a huge skeptic. Just a huge. I mean, in fact, really? huge is not the correct term. I was just so anti. Yes. And now I'm a, a very huge believer in the fact that they can really help you organize and keep to a task and figure out what's important to you. So I might yeah. need to. And then you got the right one. Yeah. Yes. Call Jen. Yeah. <laughs> So, so now you, you guys feel that this seems like a calling to you that you really feel like you're almost ministers of, uh, you know, preaching this, you know, boy, I, you know, I don't want to be setting the bar a little high, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm not sure we're that good. I will say this, um, Blaine and I have performed about a half dozen weddings. Yes, we are, we are ministers in the Universal Life Church. Yeah. And it was really to be able to perform weddings, and it was it came up organically, and it kind of took off. And we had always said that performing a wedding is the best seat in the room. Yes. Because you get to watch yeah. this couple. And the only thing that's come close is doing these interviews. We do them all live. We have seen couples fall in love Again. across the table. Just yeah. remembering their stories. We've seen them start to hold hands. We've seen, oh my gosh, one of the earlier interviews, Wah Family Wines, 
when she was when Crystal Wall was talking and he was staring at her, I thought, Oh, he is so in love with her. That's insane. You can just see it. Yeah. So yeah, he was getting all gaga yeah. over his wife in yeah. the interview. And like, you wow. know, we just we've always been in we've been in business together for a long time. Um it's it's a pretty great thing. Well, and you know, there's been so many. I feel like there's been so many attacks on marriage, just in general. Mm. You know, you look at the uh, number of divorces, and you know, things happen. Sometimes you get married at at twenty, and you don't really even know who the heck you are. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, so things happen. But it's great that you're doing a service to really try to. Hey, you're reminding people. Oh my gosh, we have a great love story when we got um it was a while back we were in park city and about six or seven couples who we had interviewed uh we all got together just to hang out and have dinner and hang out on the deck and blaine and i kind of stood back and watched these couples who didn't really know each other start interacting and just enjoying this kind of special little club that we're all in and it was fantastic it was really gratifying yeah i can Um, see that yeah you know i take the vows pretty seriously mm-hmm. not everybody does uh, yeah it, it, it's shocking to me because i i've had friends you know every marriage has had highs and lows mm-hmm. and like i you said something before that struck me you said that you were dating at the time when you guys were First starting yeah, together, yeah and that it was easier to leave and it, it's a distinction because i think a lot of people go into marriage thinking it's just as easy to walk away from and well, that's always I mean, it, it is technically legally, it yeah. is yeah but, but but that doesn't make it right or good that's right and and for me it's always been no this is tr- like when I said these words I really have to try to live these things out yeah um, which sometimes comes with compromise and hard work and all the things we don't see in a um, we, you know, when when Harry met Sally there you know I mean when right. you see a Hollywood movie everything's yeah. perfect but in real life. There's a lot of good things, but there's also a lot of work that goes into it too. Which well, we're is what all you're told, you know, like happily ever after, and that's really the starting line. Right. You know, that's not right. the finish. Yeah. Those fairy tales yeah. screw up. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do yes. ruin it all. Is that what you sell? Happy ever okay. after? Here's another. <laughs> here's another. You know, uh, idea for writing. You should revisit some of these happily ever afters five years into the marriage and see what oh, happens. Oh yeah, you could, I, I think you could write. Yes. You know, an anti uh, uh, <laughs> no. Disney, you know, princess movie. So you know, and one of the things that has happened too when we're doing these interviews uh, is we will walk away from them going we need to be a better couple yeah (laughs) we are just not worthy yeah Yeah, we've definitely or we've walked away from a couple saying you know what they do this you know fill in the blank they do this we need to be doing that that's a really great thing well and it sounds like you guys have learned a lot and maybe even implemented some of the things that you've seen that have worked really well in other couples marriages I hope so yeah. yeah, I think so. We still, uh, I'll call it disagree. We I still, still find it amazing she ma- is, remains married <laughs> to me. I, uh, yeah. So you how's know. it? How's it in twenty four feet? You live in twenty four feet now. Yes, we yeah, do. we do. How, how issues, <laughs> problems, that tight? No, not really. No, you know it was interesting. Um, 
when we and we built our house in Utah, when we built that house, everybody said, "Oh my gosh, here here it comes! This is the real test of marriage, building a house." And I thought, no. Writing a screenplay with somebody else is That's, the test yeah. of a marriage. Once you do that, you can do anything. And it's kind of true. And moving to the RV really hasn't been... It just working out the workspaces. Yeah, yeah. the workspaces technically, physically have been a challenge. But right. other than that, no, it hasn't been an issue. No. There's workspace in there? Oh, Barely. my gosh. Yeah, we so don't you, stop working. You guys haven't thought about buying the, you know, because I've seen some huge RVs that no are like transformers and, you know, they become. It's, you know, I well, wasn't interested in driving anything that drove like a bus. I'm right. not thrilled to drive it, truthfully. Yeah. Well, okay, to we begin should qualify. It's tw- this is a 25-foot C-class RV. It is a big box on a Sprinter chassis. Right. And. Really not that difficult to drive. Right. And just by the way, the Sprinter chassis is a brilliant thing. It, so, it truly is. So I drive 25 pop. to 30% of the time. Uh, I'm s- sorry you. about that. Uh, and it is totally manageable. Yeah. But what I'm going to say is that this thing does have a slide out. It slides out and almost doubles the interior mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. We have a walk-around queen bed in a 25-foot yeah. RV. So when you're parked, you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's no climbing over the other person. Yeah, yeah. Good. So it's it isn't that tiny. It's and not there like, is a pizza oven in there. We oh, do have a pizza. Geez. oven. We travel with a pizza oven. Jeez. I'm, I'm a pizza you, geek, and well, you have to have your you know standards, and I exactly. love pizza too. I'm. You know, my father came from Italy. So. Oh boy! Okay, we I, could have a, we could do a whole <laughs> podcast about pizza. <laughs> hey, uh, best tour we've ever taken. My my wife found. We went to New York City, mm-hmm. and there is a walking you tour. Did the walking tour? Oh my gosh! Did, I yes. Which pizzerias did you go to? Oh gosh! Well, we went to one was Joe's. I know that. That's the only one I Heard really remember. Did you hit Lombardi's? I think we hit Lombardi's. Lombardi's is my favorite. Down in Greenwich Village. Yeah. It's, okay, we did. It's yes. the oldest yes. licensed pizzeria in New York. Okay, let me tell you, it was it was a great, in fact, now we try every city we visit to do a walking food. So we did one in San Francisco um, around the uh, Asian neighborhoods mm-hmm. and had some of the most amazing food. So. There's That's a walking a great food idea. in Park yeah. City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there saying. you go. But Plugging our town. What are we known, what are we known for in Park City? Oh, Overpriced, mediocre food. food. Oh, uh, let's cut that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he made a he made a note. All right. um, no, actually, we have a killer Jamaican restaurant. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. it's it's relatively new. Um, a bunch of Jamaicans who had a catering company have a catering company, and they finally opened a, a storefront. I think they're running the catering out of the back of the restaurant. And There's a husband and wife that own Freshies Lobster Roll, yes, and they it, were voted. Best lobster roll in the country. By wow. Down East Magazine. Wow. And they are in Park yeah. City, Utah. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, what Freshies. Um, what is other standout? There must be one other standout. We've got a killer Italian restaurant. Oh, uh, yeah. Husband and wife. Husband and wife. Yep. Yep. This is a secret. Cortona. Cortona, yeah. It's a, it's a really good. She it's makes me. every plate herself. Oh, I, she's I, yeah. got granny's recipes kind of thing. You know? No, the, this is my dream. In fact, I always tell Trish, at some point I want to stop the hurry 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 business we're in and kind of go into a you know seven or eight tables where you can tell a story with dinner mm-hmm. and you can i mean every day you craft a new menu you know, uh, that's our favorite thing oh yeah. yeah yeah we have a great one um just up the road called chef's table and again seven or eight tables and the chef walks you through every single but by the end of his um, speech you want everything yeah <laughs> like, you, know, you, you really can't choose you're like okay you get this because we're gonna try you know so 
All right, so Larry's giving me the evil eye. Yeah, gonna, we've already gone 12 minutes over. Yeah, right. So oh. we're going to do a quick segment, and I'm going to let you guys decide who wants to answer what. It's a Uh-oh. segment that we call This One or That One. They're turning the tables on us. Yes. Yeah, you know. We do a lightning round in our podcast. So. Well, All so right. this one, we try not to get too controversial, but what we want to do, we're going to give you two people or two things, and we want you guys to tell us which one you prefer and maybe why. Okay. So the first is uh, there's two gentlemen, Richard Branson or Elon Musk. Ooh. And if you don't like it, neither, you can say that too and tell us. <laughs> I like uh, them both. I'm, that's easy for me. I pick Richard Branson. Uh, I would pick Richard, Richard Branson too because I think he's a better marketer than Elon yeah. Musk. Well, I've got a personal reason. It's because he's dyslexic, uh, oh, which really? hits home okay. with me. Uh, I did not so, know that. Yeah, so wow. that no, goes a long way with me. And I think a great com- company culture. He's, uh, he's yeah. done so much, and he's such a... Uh, entertaining guy in how he markets. Yeah, he, he's a genius. I've seen him give away free, you know, round trip tickets to somebody just for saying the right word. It's just he's such a smart guy Ooh, with marketing. Yeah, no, I, I think yeah, he's probably as a visible um, head of the company. I think he's probably more entertaining than Elon. Yeah. Not not to slight Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. I think he's doing some amazing stuff as well. Yes, but uh, I have more fun with Richard. Okay, so next would be Steve Jobs or Bill Gates. No, oh, that's a. Uh, again, Steve Jobs better marketer than Bill Gates. Um, that's a tough one. Yeah, because Bill Gates gave, I mean, just took all of his money and said, here. Yeah. Which is amazing to me. And Steve Jobs was a troubled human being. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. But I love his marketing. Yeah. I just no, saw I, a box that my phone came in. I, I can't believe it. Yeah. Oh, it, there, have you ever seen the video if uh, Microsoft designed the iPhone box? No. The iPod box? No, it's I pretty great. It's yeah, great. As an art director, I have to go Steve Jobs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to go with Steve Jobs, too. All right. So this hits kind of closer to home. Steven Spielberg or Walt Disney? Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, now it's getting tougher. Yeah. My wife has a Disney. I mean, she's the Disney girl. You know, one of the questions I'd have to ask is if it were not if it were not for Disney, would there be Spielberg? I think that's a great point, Ooh. and I don't think anybody else has actually ever brought that up. No, it's very fair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to go Disney because um, you know when I was a kid and I was always drawing, I was just I had this huge Disney book and I just drew from it all the time. So I think Disney is beyond just the individual story of one not to take anything away from Spielberg not that he cares what I say but uh, Disney was a lot more it was a lot more than just yeah yeah. I, the thing I really admire about Spielberg I'm hoping I'm getting this story right I could be completely wrong uh, but nobody will know but yeah. I, I think it, he's the guy who back in the day it was easier to do these things uh, he walked into I think Universal Studios walked through the gate wearing like a suit and a tie and carrying a briefcase, walked into an empty office and sat down and took it. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's true. I um, love that. I, I want it to be true. I hope very, it's true. Yes. Yeah. I, I, again, yes. It, nobody quote me on this, but I've heard that story. I think it was Spielberg. and it's But, yeah, Spiel, Spielberg has done some amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and, you know, he's such an amazing storyteller for sure. In fact, um, Schindler's List is one of those movies that to me now because he because he he directed that or wrote that right yeah. yeah that's like one you've got to watch i don't know that i could ever watch it again because it mm-hmm. moved right. me so much yeah but you've got to watch it my favorite was empire of the sun oh yeah 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 i don't know that one it's <laughs> absolutely worth when now featuring a very young homework, larry christian bale very yeah. young christian bale 
All right, so we're going to wrap it up. This is uh, so I have three daughters, so I'm going to tip my hat on which which they prefer. But do you like prefer Broadway or rock and roll? How about rock and roll on Broadway? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is an option now. I mean, yes. ha- Hamilton is broken. Bro- Broad- I mean, Broadway is yeah. not what it used to be. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. Uh, I would say, oh gosh, that's really hard too, because I love rock and roll and I love Broadway. Yeah. Um, we we try to pick things that were very difficult. That is really tough. I grew up in a Broadway house yep. for sure. I yep. did a lot of live theater before. Yep. I'm going to go Broadway. Yeah. Okay. I'll go Broadway. Actually, since you went Broadway, I can go rock and roll. Yeah. Oh, all right. Is, is there a show you like? Because my daughters always want me to ask that, or a show that you like, identify, or you know. Uh, the music from Cabaret is yeah is pretty outstanding. Yeah. My my daughters. Uh, I have one that is knows everything about every show ever, mm-hmm. and loves revivals. Loves revivals. My other one has gotten us into more the modern Dear Evan Hansen, which is mm-hmm. a, just a tremendous story, you know. Yes. So okay, I'm, I'm going to pick three shows. I'll be really quick about this. Uh, Equus for the most incredible minimalist theatrical experience ever. Okay, I've got to see this now. See, um, it was I saw it in 1975. I think wow. 70, 76. Yeah, it was, it was the mid 70s. Well, I saw it with Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Um, number two would be for the epic scale of it and the morality play, an incredible cast, an incredible set, Sweeney Todd. Oh, geez, yes. Um, just one of those yeah. those uh, shows where you just you the, the hair on my arms yeah. is standing up right now. You see that? Yep. I'm just thinking about some of this stuff. It, just an incredible play. And then for the single most hilarious experience I've ever had in a theater. The producers. <laughs> I, okay, so I, I, I have not to seen say, that one yet. That was my favorite theater experience because we had gotten tickets from my parents. It's my father's favorite movie. Sitting there next to my guy, next to Blaine, then my parents, and I looked down the row and they were all laughing at the same time, like laughing hard, and I thought, I can relax. Yeah, mm. this is a good. Yeah, this is a it good. Was, it was relentless yeah. in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we we haven't had a, haven't had an opportunity to see it, but we have to, you know, want to see it again if they ever. Because I don't think it's running right now. I don't mm-hmm. know. It, yeah, and, and that's I saw the, the issue. original cast too. Yeah, you have to catch it because we saw um, my daughter saw original cast of Hamilton. Um, that must have been something. Yeah, and it was back when it just started, and she caught hold of it mm-hmm. and kept telling us, you need to listen to this, you need to listen to this. So we got our tickets for Christmas for her and my wife to go see the show, and then it got to be like $2,000 a ticket and you know took over everything. And, yeah. you know. So original cast, there is something to it, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So oh. who have we been talking to here on A Server's Journey, Rocky? Uh, this is Blaine and Honey Parker. And do they have a podcast? They do. It's called Couple Co. And I'm going to mess up the second part. Um, you got, may have to help me with that. Working with... <laughs> working with your spouse Thank for you. fun and profit. Okay. Working with your spouse for fun and profit. Okay. I just thought we'd throw that in one more time. So how do we find that podcast? It is available at iTunes and all major podcast providers. Yes. And uh, you can find it two ways if you want to get it through iTunes. Go to thecoupleco.podcast.com, and that will link you there. If you're going to search in iTunes, which is not the greatest search engine, Coupleco and Parker will find it for you. Or you can go to coupleco.com, and that links you to pretty much anywhere you can get it. It's amazing how we can say now major 
providers now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We don't yes. have to just say yes. iTunes or yes. Stitcher. or. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's still like 79% of all downloads of podcasts come off of iTunes. iTunes, yeah. <laughs> hey, There's everybody couple, else. <laughs> I did search it by Blaine and Honey, and it came up. Oh, oh right. It did. So you guys have got a good, you know. We're working it. We're trying. We're there. trying. Yes, we're on Facebook, and we're on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, if you go to the website, if you go to Couple Co., you will also see the faces of the couples who we've talked to. Yes. Which is, you know, after you hear their story, you kind of want to get a visual yeah. picture of who they are, too. There's I don't know why, but. There's a fun little video there, too, if you want to go. It's uh, Voices of Couple Co., some of the earlier interviews uh, we've pulled out some clips and set the the and and there are videos of Blaine and I interviewing each other (laughs) (laughs) is there a gag reel because I feel like there could be a outtake those (laughs) are kind of a gag reel actually (laughs) yeah um, we've never done any of our couples but maybe I have to start thinking about that Well, thank you for pulling your RV up to the studio. Yes, we appreciated much. that very much, that you drug yourself into the studio. And we really have enjoyed having you with us. Thank you for being with us here on A Server's Journey. Until next time, I'm Larry the K. Yes, Larry is my always my faithful companion here on this show. I do appreciate him. Uh, as we always say, we are all on a journey, and we believe that it's how you lead and serve while you're in that role. And that's why every week we share a server's journey. I'm Rocky DeStefano. Thanks for joining us as together we learn to become better leaders.